Hello, I'm Don Durham, and welcome to Patent Pod. With updates to the Rehabilitation Act under Title IV, the emphasis for collaboration and coordination between the Office of Vocational Rehabilitation, or OVR, and local educational agencies is even more important. Today, we have the Director of the Bureau of Special Education, Carol Clancy, and the Executive Director of OVR, Shannon Austin, here to share what the updates mean for students with disabilities. Thank you both for joining Patent Pod today. We're excited to have you here. Thank you for having us. Pleasure to be here today. Shannon, I'll start with you. So there's this memorandum of understanding, which is really an agreement or a partnership between the Bureau and OVR. I, I just need a little help. If you can kind of guide our listeners through what does this agreement really state and why is this important for, for all of us to know about and be able to speak to? So, you know, it's real important as we are, you know, as Carol's agency and my agency come together on the same page to really, um, to kind of get us on the same page when, when we're working with students with disabilities. The purpose of the agreement or the MOU is to ensure that, that there's a plan in place and there's a plan of action on how we're coordinating and uh, collaborating across both bureaus in order to serve students with pre-employment transition services and also with transition services. Uh, it also helps to make sure that uh, no matter who's coming through that system, if they have an IEP or a 504 plan or disclose that they have a disability, that those students are identified and that if they decide to work with our agency and they're already within the school system, that we begin to work together to make sure that uh, funding's braided and we help to make that transition as they're going from high school to adulthood. Whatever that means, it could mean post-employment, post-secondary education, we're there to kind of bridge that gap out and work together. Historically, uh, you know, I think Carol can say because of our, our new leadership to both our agency, it has been a, a disconnect to a degree and working with students and families, but with our partnership over the last year and a half, this, this agreement has helped to bridge that gap to make it easier for families uh, to, to make sure that we're meeting the need of those students transitioning. The MLU is really serving as a, a mechanism uh, clearly to help us guide us through the plan, uh, policies, procedures that we've put in place that that we will talk a little bit more in the web uh, webcast on making sure that pre-employment transition services are being delivered. It also gives some level of uh, consultation and technical support uh, to to the LEAs on the, in the local field in order to plan transition services for those students. And we are trying to make, as we go through this process, to make sure that we have a consistent message and that, you know, there's a toolkit that has been, you know, that we'll talk a little bit later, but also to really, you know, define the roles and responsibilities for Department of Education and OVR as we go through the process. And we've worked very uh, closely together to make sure that, um, that we're considering the audience, um, we're considering the staff on both sides of the house so that those people that are implementing the, the agreement that they have full understanding and that it's real plain and clear to, to students and parents and stakeholders how it's going to be done. 
So I was trying to jot some notes down, I think, of what were some key aspects you talked about when we talk about this agreement or this partnership. And really, this yeah. is a plan of action for coordinated efforts. This is to yeah. ensure that that transition from high school to adulthood, whatever path that transition is going to take, is well supported, yeah. is well guided. And I have to be honest with you, I really appreciate your transparency in saying that in the past, traditionally, there may have been some missed opportunities between the Bureau and the and the Office of Vocational Rehabilitation. And I appreciate um, your honesty in letting us know that this was our opportunity to take advantage of those missed opportunities and create a bridge and an opportunity for families to know what the roles and responsibilities are for themselves and for the agencies that are supporting them as a family unit, but also their, their own child or children. So thank you for, for that. I, I do appreciate that. And I think our listeners will as well. Now, Carol, Shannon touched on this, but I, I want to be very clear. When we talk about this partnership, this agreement, I mean, this is kind of a big deal. We're updating Title IV. So, you know, who really benefits from this partnership? What are they going to gain from this? So the intent is to improve the outcomes for students with disabilities transitioning from school to competitive integrative employment. So students with disabilities are our primary focus. Mm -hmm. But in all, this agreement supports both the agency providers, the school district providers, the students with disabilities, the families, and the communities. It's creating a means for the ongoing communication and collaboration and training, which is critical. Mm -hmm. There will be regular training plans to support all parties to fully understand each other's um, role in the process and the procedures to ensure that students with disabilities and their families understand how to access the services and what to expect during the process. This agreement is critical for our communities. The stronger we are able to collaborate and support students with disabilities to become employed in a competitive integrative setting, the more effective our system will lead to improved outcomes for students with disabilities, leading to become contributing members, members of their community. I think it's so important that, you know, we're talking about the transition for students between high school to adulthood, again, whatever that path may take, but, but you made a great point that this is really about strengthening our community. This is about our students being able to and knowing and having confidence that they are becoming critical members of our small and large group community. So I think that's vital and I do appreciate, um, you know, kind of bringing it back to ultimately, what is this about student outcomes? That's what this is about. That's what mm -hmm. all of the work we do is really coming down to. And we need to make sure that we keep those students right in the front of that. So thanks for making sure we do that. Now, Carol led to this when she talked about training plans and helping to support and guide. Shannon, I'm gonna jump back to you. I understand that there are some toolkits and webinars, resources that are being developed right as we speak in regards to helping families, local education agencies, um, and, and students to really understand and work through their transition plan. Can you help us out with what we can expect from these resources that will be available to everyone? So one of the things that we we were very intentional in, in, in this partnership, it is not just an uh, agreement. Um, I want to be very clear on that. We were very intentional in us having this re uh, relationship between the agencies and making sure that services are being met by students and families. Um, so with that being very intentional, we wanted to make sure, even from the forming of our group, that we included 
um, external stakeholders. We have parents that are a part of that because we wanna make sure that they're seeing uh, through the lens of what we're trying to do. So we have, of course, professional groups on both sides from OVR and from um, special education. But like I said, the parents are there um, to say, hey, we don't understand that. So with that, with the toolkit, um, there's going to be several marketing materials that are developed for parents, students, um, there, you know, for the working professionals. There will be, we're defining terms, there'll be glossier terms so that they'll be, we'll be talking the same language. And I think there has been a breakdown historically when, you know, a lot of times when you have two agencies that are trying to work together in agreement where that even simple things is language is, is a barrier. So we're trying to take, remove that barrier out of the way for um, staff that are working with students and families. We also are, there's gonna be a, a document that's created on what to expect when invited into an IEP so that families know what to expect, uh, when OVR is gonna be invited and what that looks like in the rollout and trying to get services with OVR. Um, there's also a crosswork of terms that is developed as part of this too, where it's lining up Workforce Innovation Opportunity Act is lining up idea and is and, and is talking about the indicator indicators, so that families have an idea where those three uh, kind of meet and, and and what is the requirement of all three of those. So with that, you know you know as we were developing a lot of the toolkit, we wanted to make sure that one our our partnership was intentional, like there was a true partnership there. We have committed with both of our leadership here to have continuous and ongoing communication uh, between the bureaus. We've also committed to training so that there's some level of continuity of services for families. So that we have a true partnership where there's collaboration and coordination in our efforts to make sure that pre-employment transition services and transition services are, are, are being done in both systems. And there's a clear expectation um, from OVR BSE, LEAs, families on what is going to get done. Because what we don't want to happen is for families to fall through the cracks and then for everyone to raise their hand and says, that's not my responsibility. So we're really working together to make sure that we can have the best outcome for the students transitioning out of our system. You know, while you were talking, there's a phrase that just kept coming to my mind. And really it's about seamless service delivery model. That's what this is, a seamless line of communication with consistent language, a seamless understanding of uh, scope of work, roles and responsibilities, um, aligned efforts across the board. And I think um, as a parent myself, I think that will certainly be something that parents can appreciate saying, oh, I don't have to go out here and I don't have to go out here and I don't have to go out here. It's all aligned. And you had said that these toolkits and these resources that are being developed we're really intentional and purposeful in nature so that we can ensure that what you're looking for is what's getting delivered to you and what you need is already there and supported. And I'm gathering just from our conversation today that this will be an ongoing um, building out of resources, that it will always be evaluated and reflected on and, and strengthened and altered based on the needs that we're hearing from families, students, the field of educators. So I think that's a, that's a key thing to keep in mind moving forward as we continue to progress. 
So I'm listening to this and I, I'm already, I want my hands on this toolkit and these resources. Carol, help me figure out where I can access these um, so that I can make the most out of what you all are putting together. Absolutely. So you're, you are correct. This is the beginning of this partnership and this initiative. So the resources will continue to grow and expand as we are enhancing what we're able to do to support the outcomes of students within the field. Um, as they are developed, they will be posted on the patent website under the secondary transition and under family engagement. We are anticipating next year a joint transition website servicing both the Office of Vocational Rehabilitation and the Bureau of Special Education for transitions of students with disabilities. And all of the resources will be listed there as well. The intent is to get these resources and tools in the hands of the providers, in the hands of the case managers, and the hands of the educators to make this partnership come to life in the field. That is where it really is the most critical, is that not only are we modeling the partnership at the high, at the um, state level, but we are anticipating that this will trickle down to the field at the individual student level between the agency of OVR and the LEA, the school district, to work collaboratively to support our students with disabilities across the Commonwealth for a successful transition into competitive integrative employment. So it's important that the field realizes where the resources are, how to use them so that we can work together for students um, from the state level all the way down to the individual student level and family level. So I just I want to make sure that I just capture again where we're going to be looking for these invaluable resources. We'll visit the patent website at www.patent.net and we'll be looking under secondary transition as well as family engagement because there'll be some redundancy in where we'll find these materials and these resources. And as you had indicated, as we continue to grow and develop and fine tune what we're putting out to the field for supports, there will also be um, kind of a combined web page providing that we can get all of this in one location so you're not going to multiple spots. So I do appreciate that. You know, Pennsylvania is looked at for so many reasons in education. Other states come to Pennsylvania and speak to those of us that are that are serving servicing the training and technical assistance needs of, of the students, of the professionals, of the family members in Pennsylvania. And they look to us as a guiding light for many pieces and parts of education. I have a feeling this will be yet another aspect that visiting states will look to us and say, this is the model that we want to mimic. This is the collaboration. This is the seamless service delivery model that we really want to emulate in our own state. And I'm proud to say that we're a part of that here in Pennsylvania. So thank you both for joining us today and for really guiding this work and and again, being transparent about what may have been missed out on in the past and making those changes to uh, strengthen our system in the state of Pennsylvania. So thank you both so much for joining Patent Pod today. Our pleasure. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Thank you to all of you in the field. You are truly an inspiration to us all. A special thank you to John Radsdale for producing this podcast. We'll see you next time on Patent Pod.